Yo, I'm Shay Serrano. And I'm Brandon Jinx Jenkins. We have a new show called No Skips with Jinx and Shay. In it, we discuss the most unskippable albums in hip-hop history. New episodes drop on Thursdays, only on Spotify. This episode is supported by FX's Clipped, the scandalous story of the 2014 Clippers owner's racist remarks captured on tape and heard around the world. The series charts the tape's impact on a dysfunctional basketball organization striving to win against their reputation as the most cursed team in the league. Starring Lawrence Fishburne, Jackie Weaver, Cleopatra Coleman, and Ed O'Neill. FX's Clipped. Streaming June 4th, only on Hulu. This episode is brought to you by Pure Leaf Ice Tea. Go beyond reality with new Pure Leaf Blackberry Ice Tea and discover a berry delicious world bursting with unexpected blackberry flavor. A world so full of refreshing blackberry iced tea that you may never want to leave. But there's always time to linger. Try new Pure Leaf Blackberry Iced Tea. Visit amazon.com slash pureleaf and enter 20 Pure Leaf for 20% off your purchase of new Pure Leaf Blackberry Iced Tea. Welcome to the Ringer Reality TV Podcast. I'm Juliette Littman. I'm here with Callie Curry. Hi, Callie. Hi. We got a Vanderpump Rules trailer today. I wasn't expecting that. Very exciting. I am excited for it. (laughs) The trailer was super entertaining. It looked really good. My first takeaway was I was like, okay, Brock, Sheena's baby daddy, is on the show. Very smart. I'd love to know how much he got paid to be on for like his first season, but as like, you know, Sheena's dude. What do you what do you think? What do you think he gets paid? I honestly don't know what any of these people get paid because originally they got paid nothing, right? Or yeah, barely like anything. Very, very, yeah. It was like 10000 for the season or something like that. Is it even that much? I think it was. Now I think they make way more. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Obviously they make, make, make way more now, which is like now when you see characters or I don't know, they're I guess the reality is like people, whatever. Now when you see people... <laughs> Char- on, I call them characters. <laughs> yeah. When you see characters on some shows now, you're like... <laughs> don't want to be here, but it pays bills. So they're seriously. So they're there. That's kind of Erica Jane to me. We'll come back to that though. Oh, huh. That's Juan Dixon for me. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Juan, Juan and Robin's money troubles are sad. So I'm guessing he gets paid maybe 20. An episode or the whole season. An episode? (laughs) I think they probably, I think it's probably a per episode fee. And I think it's probably like five to 10 per episode. No way. I think that Vanderpump's like a hot commodity. I don't know. For Shayna's flavor of the year. <laughs> I mean, they have a child together now. Her name is Summer. But we learned that he has two kids he hasn't spoken to in four years. Lala tells Katie that. which um, In the trailer. It seems like Lala is now the main character in the absence of Stassi. So reminder, Stassi, Bo... Brittany, Jax, Kristen, off. They were all fired last year for um, racism. And <laughs> they were. They were. What, what they did to Faith was really fucked up. Um, uh, Faith, who was on the challenge, of course. Um, she was one of the first people to like cross over from like another mainstream to American yeah. show to the challenge. Yeah. Um, so they're out. So it's like a whole new 
That's a whole new era. Seems like a lot of Lala. Seems like a lot of Raquel. I, I previously have not liked Raquel, but I'm I'm open to it. Do you think James is still sober? Yes. I don't like doubting anyone who's saying that they're sober. So That's I true. think it was rude of me to ask. Good point. No, no, no. But I'm saying like I don't know whether he's saying he is or he isn't. Like I don't follow him on Instagram, but I think he is still saying that he is. And if he isn't a hundred percent then like maybe he is like 99%. Like I do think he still is mostly sober, if not all sober. Yeah, I I think so too. It did seem like he's really trying. I don't, I kind of root for James though. I also hate him. The like, it's all about the pasta. I'll never get over. I just sort of, I feel like he, he can be entertaining when he's not being such a huge dick. I only find him entertaining. Doesn't bother <laughs> me. <laughs> Would you want to spend time with him? Would you want to spend time with no. any of these people? Um... I find Lala very interesting. Okay. I find Schwartz funny. Okay. I like Schwartz, kind of. Schwartz kind of reminds me of like Cousin Greg from Succession. You know what I mean? That's a huge compliment to Schwartz. Wow. (laughs) (laughs) I love Cousin Greg. (laughs) Yeah, I love Cousin Greg too. But like, I think Schwartz is pretty likable. He is. He is really likable, but he's such a horrible husband. Like, he does not stand up for Katie at all. And I I don't know. I just feel like... I don't think he's a horrible husband because he doesn't stand up for himself. He doesn't stand up for anyone. That's just who he is. So it's not like he's worse to Katie. Like, he's just... You shouldn't expect that from him. He's not going to do it for anyone. I guess. But, like, when he gets drunk and they get into those fights, so Oh, yeah, no, that... Yeah, no, 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 yeah. There's times where I'm like, whoa. Yeah, it's it's intense. I think that's, that's about every character on that show. Sure. I think he's, he's, he's probably better than everybody else. I enjoy Sandoval. I like how serious he is about his passions. Like Sandoval playing the trombone is one of my favorite things. <laughs> and, um, I didn't know they were opening another bar. Tom and Me Tom. either. I this, did it. It looks like when, a Mexican theme bar. Yeah. When they, when they had it, how they set it, I'm like, you guys already, like, they were like, we're opening our own bar. And I was like, you've already done that. I know. I was like, is it without Lisa? Without, but then she's, Lisa in, she's in one of the previews. Like, and let's be honest, even though they moved to the Valley, they've got more money. They don't have the capital on their own to just open a bar. That's like a lot. It's hard. I don't how, I don't, yeah, I don't know what Tom Tom does. If they're getting paid a hundred thousand dollars per episode, according to you, maybe <laughs> they do. A lot. <laughs> I've been to Tom Tom. Have you? No, I've been twice. Not sure you'd be into it. Food's okay. Well, honestly, post pandemic. I, I mean, well, if we get there, <laughs> I just can't imagine being around a lot of people anywhere. Really? What about really like going to basketball games? Yeah. For some reason, that's not the same. <laughs> okay. But like going to a, a full restaurant? Oh, no. Freaks me out. Really? Have you done any outdoor dining? Yeah. Like maybe five times in the past two years. Oh, my God. Maybe so what less. do you do all the time? Just watch TV? <laughs> How do you think I'm able to do this? <laughs> <laughs> I love an outdoor meal. Last winter, I spent like a lot of time pretending I wasn't cold, like in the name of going out for dinner with people. Yeah, no thanks. Don't <laughs> want to pretend like I'm cold or not cold. First of all, I hate being cold. I'd rather be hot. But do I want to outdoor dine in... Let, let, you know, let me check the weather right now. Dallas, 97. That's feels awful. like Feels like 105. I'll That's pass awful. on the outdoor dining, like with a 
fucking fan in my face. Like that's <laughs> cooling me down. That sounds really bad. I, I will say this trailer was really filled with what's become a hallmark of the Bravo shows and COVID, which is like these sit down meal parties where it's like a long table with like 15 to 20 people. And I will, I, I'm excited for Vanderpump to come back. Seems like they do hit some bars and stuff, but like how many more scripted dinner parties can I possibly watch on Bravo? Um, well, if they're anything like the Real Housewives of Beverly Hills, I can watch about 798 more of them. So what you're saying is we need a crime to transpire <laughs> so, that it can, so it can be litigated at a, at a crazy dinner party. Correct. That is exactly what I'm saying. I'm hoping that there's like some innovation going forward so that Bravo shows can just have like a few more activities and like less just to yelling each other across the table. Well, you know, let's hope that we can get out of the pandemic and then we won't have to worry about it. It's seriously true. Although I, I feel like if anyone was going to make pandemic COVID reality work, it would be the Vanderpump people because they already did so much just like hanging out at home with each other. Like, yeah. Also being in California, you can be outside a lot. Like I feel like New York kind of got fucked with trying to film during winter. Yeah, it was definitely not good for them. I think it would, would have been better if they had tried to do the summer, but even summer house, I guess they were all just in one house. I, I don't know. Anyway, I loved Summer House. Um, I'm medium on it. I don't like the people at all. When is Winter House coming? Since we're talking about upcoming shows, I where know. is the trailer? The Winter House trailer, the all the Real Housewives All Stars, like give it all to me. I want all of yeah, that. Yeah, where's that? When is this happening? Also, there's so many rumors about the Southern Charm and and Summer House people. I it's know. just like let's get it all out there. Like Pat, Paige and Craig, are they dating? Are they? Who knows. I think no. Also, Naomi, she's like back in the fold and like commenting on Craig's Instagram. Yeah, I feel like, I feel like no, I feel like they're friends, but Ma- Naomi might actually be back in it since Matul. Is that his name? Matul, yeah. Cheated on her. Very yeah. tough. Really rough. Um, will you be excited to see all the babies on Vanderpump Rules? No. I, I find this pretty weird how like they timed up their pregnancies, essentially. I am not a big fan of babies on reality television. I mean, I don't post my child on Instagram. So like reality television, that's a whole other level. I completely agree with you. I think putting your kids on TV is the the two things that drive me the most insane about reality TV is doctors or like psychiatrists who agree to be on reality television shows. I'm just like, you should lose your license, especially therapists. Have you have, I don't know if we talked about this. Did we ever talk about the, the, um, what was that show on HBO with the therapists? Couples therapy. Couples therapy. That was on Showtime. In treatment? <laughs> yeah. Yes. I just like really messed that up. But <laughs> did you watch that? Did we talk about that? I didn't. I heard it was good though. Did you like it? So good. I should watch so it. So good. I love therapy content. No, the, I totally agree with you. Like, I'm always like, how does this work? Like, how does real therapy work on reality television? That is the first show I've watched where the therapist seemed super credible. And they all so they showed the therapy sessions, but they also showed her like checking in with I don't know anything about the therapy profession, so I don't know what they're called, but like her mentor boss person sure. therapists like have other therapist mentors basically. Yeah, and it was just like really interesting to see like that whole dynamic. Yeah, it, it's I, I like seeing also. Um, I, I just find therapy interesting. So like if it's done tastefully, I support it. But like. Bethany used to have her therapist on The Real Housewives. And I'm just like, this is so stupid. Like, he is yeah. not responsible. This is, like, not responsible therapy. I'm going to watch that show, though. Thank you for the recommendation. That's the it point of the podcast. It is really good. 
It's, okay. It does give you a little bit of anxiety, but it's good. Okay. <laughs> anxiety over what? Therapy is supposed to help with anxiety. <laughs> I know, but it gives you anxiety for the couples. Like, hmm. there are so many couples on the show that I was like, you guys don't like each other. Uh, okay. That doesn't sound great. But I do love couple drama when it's not my own. Not that I really ever have any to share, but like, I just feel like there's not, it's like, it's, is fun to watch. It's one of the reasons why all these reality shows have so many couples that like get, get at each other's throats. Um, wait, another trailer. Yeah. Uh, Michelle's bachelorette season. Oh yeah. Which, uh, this was another, I had so many realizations lately. <laughs> another realization I had is that the Bachelor franchise has shoved so much content down our throats in the past Callie. however many months. It's brutal. So that- <laughs> it is brutal. I mean, it's good. I love doing our Bachelor podcast together. I am appreciative of all of the ba- all the Bachelor has given us. But um, <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's going to be nine consecutive months without a week off of Bachelor content, literally, because after Paradise, it's straight into Michelle's season and then it's straight into The Bachelor. And then I don't know, like, when's the senior bachelor going to air? Is that coming like right after? Like, I'm afraid. I wish that was coming next. I'm so excited for that. Me too. I'm so excited as well. Reality shows should feature older people. It's one of my takes. But not even just that. Like, even before Bachelors in Paradise, like, there wasn't that long of a break between Katie and this. And then there wasn't that long of a break between Matt and Katie. Like, I, I just feel like I'm like overwhelmed. So watching Michelle's trailer. I was like, why the fuck is she dribbling a basketball in a gown? Like, it totally threw me off. And then in my group chat, I was talking about it, and they were like, remember she played basketball with Matt at her hometown? And I was like, I don't I don't remember it. There's too <laughs> she, much. She played hoops in college. I think they're, like, really trying to lean into yeah, that. Yeah, and she's tall. And she's tall. We got to get her on Bachelor Party to talk about her height and dating because <laughs> it's one of our top topics. So <laughs> would love that. But also, I'm just like, how do I not remember? Like, I don't it's know. It's just a race. Well, they didn't really like, they didn't really give Michelle enough time. Like, I, I think she seems like she's got a great personality and it was always relegated to the bloopers. Like, they never showed Michelle yeah. actually being fun or funny. Like, I think her and Matt like did like push ups together and stuff. I don't I know. I do remember feeling Michelle and Serena P kind of got like the short end of the stick of what actually was going on. Absolutely. I mean, we now know we miss out on a lot of Serena P personality. So I'm I'm like excited about Michelle's season, I guess, but I just wanted a break. I thought we'd have like a month off between Paradise and The Bachelorette, but nope, straight into it. Yeah, I will say her glow up. She looks awesome. Awesome. Yeah, she really does. Very pretty. She's got a way better trailer. Actually, Katie posted like she was complaining. I saw that. Just like Katie, we don't need to hear from you on this topic, but okay. I feel like Katie wants us to hear from her all the time. Like she's been doing like reviews on Bachelors in Paradise every episode. Like She is on her TikTok? No, no, no. On her, well, maybe I don't follow her on TikTok, but on her Instagram story, she'll like randomly post stuff about like live, like watching live and like we'll just post, like she started, she said something about, it, about Thomas. Is she still anti-Thomas? Yeah. God, we have no time for that. Team Thomas no over here. No time for that. But yeah, <laughs> no, she, I'm just like, just go be happy. She just wants attention. That's what makes her happy. And I, I feel like also, you know, I don't know how much people, uh, this is not a Katie hate pod. Let me just say that. Okay. Sure. Let's just move on. <laughs> Can we go back to Vanderpump for one second? Um, Brittany and her son, Stassi and her daughter, Sheena and her daughter, and Lala and her daughter 
all got together at the Grove and they were like all, you know, really styled to like take a photo. And I just like found it like sad. Just like you guys all have to do the exact same thing all the time. I, I don't know. I just find it really weird. Also, I think I'm not going to miss Stassi or Brittany. I, I like, I haven't missed them. So I think I'm okay without them. Hmm. I like Brittany in general. Won't miss Jax. No, I tend to think that people who I don't know were or are racist are awesome on reality television. But like, I wouldn't be able to like look at her the same now. Maybe, although I feel like she's, you know, that was a long time ago. Maybe she's done some work, whatever. But whenever people, whenever we find out someone's racist, it's always the character that I was like, God, they were, they always gave us great content. Yeah, it's true. I mean, Jax is just like, Jax is also just like, would do anything for the cameras. I mean, literally anything. Yeah. Jax was problematic in a lot of ways. Yeah. He's like a bad, bad guy. (laughs) So (laughs) I don't know. Stassi though, her and Bo's fights were entertaining. I I don't know. I'm just like, I like Stassi's interviews. I thought her commentary was really funny. Yeah, it's true. I, uh, I just haven't really missed them. Like I used to like love that show and just became like weird and, and toxic. I don't know. I, like, I'm definitely excited for it to come back and you watched me watch the trailer and I was like, Oh wow. All this stuff. But I don't know. I haven't really missed it. The trailer looked really, really good. I also think Lala has amazing commentary. So I like that. We'll get more of her. Me too. And she's a good narrator. Just as she says, give them Lala. Yeah. That's, that's her handle. <laughs> also like her storyline from start to finish is kind of crazy it really is she went from like the like the ho hostess to being like a big part of the friend group big part of the friend group with the most money yeah it's pretty amazing although rand i've got questions about his finances it's for another time we'll look into that (laughs) well that would be fitting on you know bravo reality television yeah seriously on that note we got to talk about the dinner party from hell part two on the real housewives of beverly hills i mean this was unreal kathy hilton she's hosting the dinner party this week get another dinner party but boy was it worth it erica and sutton get into it and dory is like also comes off the sideline to be uh to be anti-erica but meanwhile Kyle like jumps in to turn this into like a litigation about like what Sutton did and didn't say. And Erica just like loses it. And it's wild. Sutton Sutton kind of like turns into like just an absolute priss. But I mean, this was, this was like riveting television. I mean, I feel like my mouth was open most of the episode. It was shocking. It was shocking. This happened on television that these women who've been on TV for so many years allowed this to go on. <laughs> I mean, it was just so crazy. And then like even thinking through the reactions of like different people, like I felt like Garcelle was just like, what? At one point she was just like, leave it alone, leave it alone, leave it alone. Like I felt like she was like, let's just move on. This isn't working. This is too much. And they just went even further into it. I mean, Erica said, why are you doing this to me? And it's like, Erica, no one's doing anything to you. You I mean, continue Dorit to film that. Yeah. I know. was like, no one is doing anything to you, which I find, you know, I don't know what I feel about Dorit, but this was the first (laughs) episode that I was like, thank you. I am glad that you're saying what you feel. I'm glad you're being real, which I really didn't like how she was with Garcelle last episode, but I did like how she started up 
before she was cut off by Kathy, which was hilarious. I love how Kathy was like, no, we're going to have a nice dinner party. So you have to stop talking. (laughs) And then 30 seconds later, Lisa's like, all right, Sutton, you talk since we want to have a nice dinner party. Like, let's, let's dive into this. Like, um, it was just also how obsessed they are with opulence was crazy. I know. Uh, First of all, Kathy Hilton's house and like the way that she set everything up, it was, I, it was, I almost found it jarring because the Kathy we've come to know over the course of this season is, um, like, like, as we said before, it seems like she shops at TJ Maxx. So to see her like really fancy tablescape and to see her being the host, I like kind of forgot that like we're talking about Kathy Hilton here. Um, yeah. I was going to say that the difference is though to Kathy, I feel like she's just like, this is just what you would do for dinner. It's not a big deal. Yeah. And she's like, yeah, I had all this stuff. Like she just <laughs> pulled out storage. <laughs> she's like, of course I'm going to serve you caviar pie for your first course. I know. It's it's also funny how the women are kind of like so impressed by her still. Like they're like, this is a special vodka just made for Kathy Hilton. I mean, they they are eating it up. Yeah, like Dorit in particular. I feel like she's just so jealous. Yeah. You, well, I think that Dorit would love to live that way. Yeah. But I did like how Dorit was like, I must say, like, I felt good. Like, I like that she gave it credit. Yeah. Yeah, no, definitely. It wasn't like, this is what I always do. Like, Dorit definitely made it a point to be like, this is not my lifestyle, but boy, (laughs) would I love it. Dorit, this was the most likable Dorit maybe has ever been, in my opinion. For sure. And also, she wasn't really speaking with the accent, which I think is because she was being real for once. (laughs) Just a little, a little bit, but you know what I, um, the one moment in the show that this this episode I really didn't like was them all. I can't even remember who it was. It was Kathy, Crystal, um, Garcelle, oh. and who? Erica. And they were having duck at Crystal's house. Yes. I hated them talking about whether they knew who Sutton was or not. I was just like, ugh. It was pretty rude. And that's also why Garcelle came off great, though. She was just like, does it matter if you know who someone is? Like, no, it doesn't. I, Crystal's a weird one. I've come to like her, but I find um, she's just really, like, hard to understand. I, I don't really get her, but I don't know. I do like her. I've liked her in every scene until that one. I know. And it doesn't really matter, like Garcelle said. Like, who cares if you know who she is? Yeah, I didn't like it. I just didn't like it. I, it's not even being rude. I'm just like, that's just gross conversation. Yeah, it's really snobby. And yeah. and sort of like, who are any of you? I mean, the only the ones who are actually famous are Kathy Hilton and Garcelle. Everyone else is just, and Lisa and I, I guess. But again, like, it doesn't really matter. Like, they're famous because they were, you know, acting or whatever. And I don't know, the Sutton's from Augusta. It doesn't, it just doesn't matter. No, it doesn't. And I don't think that she was meaning it. Like, I don't feel like Sutton is saying like, people know who I am. I think she's like, the people that do know who I am, I don't want them to think I'm associating with you. Yeah. Like, I don't think she's saying like, I'm so famous. I don't think that's what she was. I think she's just like, my reputation amongst the people that I have respect. And like, I don't know. um, I don't know Sutton or anything like that. So like, I don't know. Just kidding. (laughs) But um, there's certain people that, you know, probably do have better reputations and like they don't want their reputation ruined. Doesn't mean you're famous. Yeah. Matter of fact, 
like do famous people have great reputations? Like not. No, uh, many yeah. of them do not. <laughs> right, right, exactly. So I'm like, I don't think this has anything to do with fame. Doreen also made a good point. Like every time this is written about, those women are mentioned. It's And so it's not irrelevant to them. Plus, if you're friends, you want to know what your friend is doing, what she's responsible for. For sure. I mean, Dorit was like, I'm on your side. I'm on your team. I will root for you. But you can't sit here and say it doesn't affect us at all because it yeah. does. Yeah, and it, it, it for sure. I, I used to love Kyle and Kyle's performance at this dinner party is like why I had to abandon her. She's just like, she's so cowardly. I don't get it. I don't either. Like, why is she attacking Sutton? Like, I don't but get also, it either. I'm like, Kyle, you've said stuff too. Everyone yeah, has said stuff. And like, even the, the funny thing is like when, <laughs> when Sutton says the things of like, yeah, we're going to tell the truth. And she's like, well, I'm talking about me because no one else at this dinner table wants to say anything. And they all just sit there. I'm like, you, you're agreeing with her by not saying what are you talking about. You're all just like, correct. We're not, we're not going to we're not going to be truthful. It's also funny how Lisa Rinna kind of disappears in these situations. Like she is also, I think Lisa like, right now just too drunk to get involved. <laughs> well, this episode she was. I, no, I think that I think Lisa generally kind of lands on the right side of history publicly. Mm. Like mm. she's very liberal. She talks about... So I think this issue is like very hard for her because if it wasn't Erica, she would be going hard yeah. on whoever that person is. And I think she, I think Erica is one of her best friends on the show. So she yeah. doesn't want to go hard on her, but she can't be overly supportive because she probably doesn't actually want to be supportive. But she's... So she's just... She just doesn't say anything. Yeah. She... That's a, that's a good point. I also think that let Rinna just like wants to stay on the show. So she's just sort of like riding the wave, you know, like this is like obviously her livelihood and just sort of going with it. But what I, what I was going to say is the thing about Erica is like, she clearly is a liar. Like there's so much tape. They, they're they making it very obvious. So like, even if she didn't know everything that was going on with Tom, it's clear that she has no accountability. And like, and also you just can't trust her. Like she just, she lies. It's a lot of smoke and mirrors. It probably started with like small things. And then over time just grew to like maintain this illusion of her life and who she is. I feel like that's what happens in general yeah, to everyone. Liars. Yeah, I will. I also think her rea her reactions are kind of, it's just, I don't, it's awesome to watch. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I, I find myself being like, I'm so confused. Or even her being like, can you have a little bit of empathy for me? And I'm like, yeah, but like Dorit said it. Dorit was like, sure. But like when you see the victims and the, or like, it's hard to have empathy for anyone else, but them. Yeah, absolutely. And, and she's like, how do you think I feel? And I'm like, you're bringing it back to yourself again. We're yeah. talking about people who you and your husband, whether knowingly or not, stole millions of dollars from in their like worst time of their life. Yeah. It's bleak, man. I don't know. It's really bad. I'm laughing because I feel uncomfortable because I'm just like, how is this playing out on Bravo? It's pretty, it's pretty stunning. I mean, Erica has got to regret this. I mean, it's just not good, but she probably just really needs the money. I'd love to know how much she gets per episode. I would love to know. I also love how I feel like this, this season of Beverly Hills would be super dark but you added Kathy Hilton at yeah. the right time totally. and you're going to get something hilarious two to five times an episode. It's so true. Even the fact that she's not like 
an official housewife. She's like technically friend of the housewife. So when she shows up, they put like her full name, Kathy Hilton. I just find like that funny. Like I, I mean, just she find... needs to be full time. She's she's the she needs to be full time. She's one of the best characters on Housewives ever. She should have her own show. Like I would love to just. She doesn't need to do anything but live. I I would definitely watch it. Uh, I would watch Kathy Hilton Big Brother style. Just put a fucking yeah, camera in her house yes, and let us like, let me watch her. She's so good. She's so good. I, even in these situations, I think it's funny how she's like, you can just tell she's just like, I am not fucking getting in this bullshit. Yeah, she she hasn't offered like a single opinion on Erica, and it's great. Like we don't need it from her. She has said stuff in interviews outside of the show. Or in like, she's a big commenter, if you didn't know. Yeah. She yeah, comments no, on everyone's Instagrams. <laughs> um, she's probably one of those people who's like, oh, everyone can see this. I didn't know that. 100%. But like, so she has said some things. Um, I would say that she's probably more anti-Erica than we know. Yeah, I, I agree. But she's just sort of like, I don't need to be involved in this. Like, No, but noise. she also makes it a very big point to be like, I am not friends with her. I don't know her. Never knew her. I'm on this show with her, but I don't know anything about her. Yeah, she also doesn't want to be associated. She gets it. She also, she's been involved in her own scandals. I think her husband had some stuff with real estate. I mean, estate. she talks about it and she laughs about it. Yeah. And then obviously her kids. I mean, what a time. Yeah. Have you watched the Paris Hilton show on Netflix? Cooking with Paris? Mm-mm. Me neither. I, I don't, that's the thing is like, I don't want Paris and Nikki Hilton content. I never have. But I love the Kathy Hilton content. But um, I... I, you know what? I will, tr- I'll give it a whirl. Okay. Report in the next back. week. Because <laughs> I thought the same thing. Nicole Richie's show mm-hmm. was, I think Nicole Richie's like one of the funniest people ever. Really? What was that show? It was on E. Huh. It was her life. And I would be cracking up watching her. And I would have never thought that I would have ever, because like Simple Life maybe watched like five minutes and was like, eh. Yeah, I never so, watched it. I want to give Paris Hilton the chance. Wow. Okay. You're so open-minded. You know what stuns me is that Nicole Richie is still married to the good Charlotte guy. Yeah. Benji I mean, or Jill like Madden. A- actually happy. I know. It's it's shocking. I never would have guessed <laughs> it, but that's great. It's if you great. watched her show, I feel like you would not be as shocked. Like she's her personality is pretty great. I watched her on a fashion show on Amazon last year, sort of like the knockoff um, Project Runway with Heidi and Tim. And she was actually very good on that too. Like she also knows about fashion. Like she actually has a lot more layers and like success than I realized. Well, she had a brand, House of Harlow. House of Harlow, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I think it still exists. This episode is brought to you by Pure Leaf Ice Tea. Go beyond reality with new Pure Leaf Blackberry Iced Tea and discover a berry delicious world bursting with unexpected blackberry flavor. A world so full of refreshing blackberry iced tea that you may never want to leave. But there's always time to linger. Try new Pure Leaf Blackberry Iced Tea. Visit amazon.com slash pureleaf and enter 20 Pure Leaf for 20% off your purchase of new Pure Leaf Blackberry Iced Tea. This episode is brought to you by cars.com. When you add your car to your garage on cars.com, you'll unlock access to real-time insights into how much your car is worth. Plus, view its historical and projected value to decide when to sell. 
So when the time is right, you can secure an instant offer from a local dealership or sell it yourself on cars.com. Start tracking your car's value with your garage on cars.com. This episode is brought to you by Jiffy Lube. Cars can be a big investment, so it's important to take care of them. I once got a car that I started out with 25,000 miles on. I got it to over 200,000 miles because I took care of it. You know how you take care of a car? You take care of the maintenance, the oil, the brakes, all that stuff. And if you don't, you can have a car just completely fall apart. When your car needs maintenance, head to Jiffy Lube. They provide automotive excellence at speed. Get your oil changed, brakes checked, tons of other multi-care services. It's all done by expertly trained technicians who actually care about taking care of you and your car. Jiffy Lube, car more. To find coupons and start an instant online estimate, visit jiffylube.com. Briefly, can we talk about Real Housewives of New York? Uh, yeah. We finally caught up with Black Shabbat and it was torture. It was honestly like so appalling. I can't believe, I can't believe Ramona's still on TV. And it made me dislike literally all of them. Like I, I was still enjoying Ebony. I was still enjoying Sonia, but like now I'm just out on all of them. I was just like, nah, I feel like Ebony like used her friends as like props there. And I felt like Sonia was like, I know a Jewish person. And then obviously, you know, Luann and Ramona were ridiculous. And then, um, I thought Luann was pretty good. She was fine. I don't know. I felt like Luann was like trying to, first of all, the amount of she knew times she said this was so embarrassing. Like, I feel like she was so embarrassed that she was like, I just don't want to say anything. I don't want them to remember I was here. That's probably true. So it's to true. me, I was like, that's I I feel like that was the right route. She was not, she did not want that to be her moment, which they all seem to uh, you know, they all this New York is especially every moment they all want to be the person. Yeah. Yeah. And including Luann. And I felt like this was so insane that Luann was like, Yeah, no, I don't, I'm not a so I'm put me in the background on this one. <laughs> Their outfits were so crazy when I saw them get off the bus and it's like snow and they're like bare legs. I was just like ball gowns. It just was totally nuts. I don't know. That was like one of the most distasteful things to happen on this show. It was so bad. It was really, really bad. I can't, I like I can because it was so crazy, but I couldn't believe like there was multiple times where I was like, I cannot believe that this is on TV right now. I know, and that Ramona clearly doesn't think she really did anything wrong. Like, no, she has no idea. Yeah, and she's like, just thinks that turning this and into then it, her, about her was fine. And then again, like, I feel like Ebony's, it's been her job the entire season to like show Ramona. Educate. Yeah. Yeah. So, like, I can't be mad at her because I feel like she's like, she reached her limit at that dinner. You could tell near the Absolutely. end where she was like, I'm done. Yeah. Um. And like in her interviews, she'd be like, you know, I'm still holding out hope, but you know, those are like completely separate time tables. Like in the moment, you could see Ebony had checked out. She was like, please leave. I don't think she used her friends as props. There's, I, I feel like she couldn't have imagined it was going to go that poorly. Do I think she said thinks that Ramona could have said something? Sure. But she even said like, I thought that you would be more comfortable. Like there's white people here. It's the white <laughs> Jewish woman. Like... The fact that she even had to think about that is crazy. I know. I know. Also, it's to- totally. her, her friends 
were literally like, what is they probably going were like, on? get me the fuck out of here. I hate this. I mean, it's so embarrassing for everyone to be involved. For Ramona to just like make everything about her and be so disrespectful of other people is so <gasps> horrible. Also, it must have been worse than we actually saw for Luann to really respond that way and for and for all of them. Like I feel like this is probably the a best version, version of it. Yeah. yeah. Well, I I don't know how it gets worse than the black woman telling her her story about having a baby. Oh my God. And then Ramona being like, yeah, well, I needed pain meds. I was like, what? I I mean, ugh. It was horrible. It was horrible. It was bad. (laughs) And yet I like somehow still put the episode on this week. I can't even exactly remember what happened, but I was just like, these women are nuts. They they I didn't watch this week's. I think I was tapped out. Would you come back to the show with a new cast? Or you just done? I would need like some connection to the old. Sure. Well, who do you want to keep? Dorinda. Oh, so you want Dorinda back? Dorinda's doing a whole press tour right now. She's like all over the place. I love Dorinda. Me too. Big, She's going to be on the All Stars. Yeah. We'll get, we'll well, get more Dorinda. Love Dorinda. Um, I could, do, I could do Bethany. Sure. And I would, I would keep Ebony and Leah probably, but everyone else I would get rid of. And Sonia. Yeah. I was, well, that's five right there. Um, but five isn't enough. I like how in Beverly Hills, there's like seven or eight of them. Yeah. I Same with would Potomac. fine with Eb- whatever version of friends. Like if, 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 uh, Bethany's a friend of the show, mm-hmm. whatever, but yeah, I'm fine with Leah, um, Ebony and then Sonia, Dorinda and Bethany kind of like being the OGs. Sure. I, I can't Dorinda do, too. I cannot do, I cannot do Ramona again. No, I don't me neither. Think. I think like putting her on TV is like putting Trump on TV. It's like, why give this person a platform? She is awful. I know she's always been little cray, but it seems like it's like been next level the past couple of seasons. Yeah, it definitely much, much worse. I think she's gone crazier as she's gotten more famous. And also like many people in America, she's like red pilled slash this is just who she is. And like now it's like acceptable for her to speak some of her opinions. Yeah, maybe. It's rough. It's just really. But I think, yeah. Based on the state of the world, I can't spend an hour of my week watching Ramona. Me neither. (laughs) No, thanks. Let's move on. I just wanted to mention it. Um, Challenge. I felt like this was a really good episode this week. You can hear Johnny Bananas talk talk about it on this podcast. Check it out. But um, I'm just fun to say I'm sad Michelle is gone. I really enjoyed her. I like the survivor presence in general. And moreover... I'm thrilled that Fessy fucked up because I don't like the Big Brother Alliance. So I'm really excited about this. I don't like the Big Brother Alliance either. So I was really happy that Josh like lost his mind. Me too. That was lost awesome. Lost his mind. So security also, had to come in. I also love Amber. I like Amber a lot too. Um, and I also so think she's gorgeous. Beautiful. Incredibly beautiful. And I don't think they talk about it enough on the show. TJ got so bored with the fighting between Josh and Fessy that he was literally texting. That was so funny. <laughs> that was so funny. Uh, Must TJ's have gone on for a long for time. <laughs> TJ just doesn't give a fuck. The best people on reality TV are the ones who just do not give a fuck. No, yeah. Also, he knows the cast well enough that like he laughs at things that wouldn't be funny to someone else but are funny yeah. to him because he knows them. Um, but yeah, no, I love that the Big Brother Alliance messed up. I really wanted... I loved Corey and Michelle. Like, I'm sad that they're gone. Like, they were really good rookies. I need, like, I need someone to crack. 
which I guess Fessy kind of did with Amber, but this is only Amber's second season. So like, is she a rookie? Well, she won. I know, but like... She's also on Big Brother, so I think she's in the Alliance. The thing is that Fessy... Fessy's reasoning actually wasn't that wrong. Like, yes, he's at the bottom of, of Amber's list. Sure, they had some issues. But to, on every season, betray his closest friends and, like, not tell people what his plan is is just really stupid. Like, if he if he'd given them the heads up, it would have been okay. Also, if you do it with like four episodes left, that's one thing. But what are you like? Why are you doing it when there's so many different ways that you could still get like, I know. And like, at what point are you going to learn? You haven't won once yet. I think he thought Michelle could take out Amber. I think he thought Michelle was like strong enough to do it. Cause she is good. Also Amber's partner. He thought he was, he was yeah. beating He's her weak. to the wolves. Yeah. Yeah. Totally. With Huey. Huey was funny. I, you know, I found Coriel's um, exit interview really, really moving and sad. And I, I hope that he's doing okay. Or he was like talking about how he treated Huey the way that society treats gay men. And I thought that was really like actually a very deep moment. And um, I thought it was cool. He talked about it and like, and like sort of like owned up to it. Yeah. I mean, that's what I thought. I think Coriel is a good person. But Definitely. I, yeah, and I thought he's a good competitor. Like I liked him on the show. I wish they wouldn't have gotten rid of him. It also sucks that like the rookies that suck just don't have to go in. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And now it's also like, like the rookies that suck. I'm like, go home. Like you're not even like, it's just not entertaining to have you. I know the, the layups. Although I loved how Emmy was so upset about her partner change at the end. She had to be like helped down. Like someone's like walking her down. <laughs> Emmy's very dramatic. <laughs> oh my God. I love her. She's great. I, I have to say for this challenge where they were like, how to do the Morse code thing. I feel like the language barrier is significant. Like if you have a hard time communicating or you don't necessarily like understand each other perfectly all the time, that's like a pretty big deal. Like goes both ways, you know? And it's like talking on walkie talkies. I felt like that was underrated. Yeah. I didn't think about that. Also, Huey looking up to see whose partner was and Ash was like, love you, but no, do not. No, I don't want to be your partner. I was just like, no one thinks that's rude. (laughs) Like he didn't, they're both like no <laughs> yeah he didn't take offense to it at all like he just partnered up with somebody else um pair i also up. wish i wanted amber b to pick ct but whatever oh, to like pair up again yeah i'm like you can win with him like you'll win like weeklies i don't know if you're gonna win weeklies with fucking devin i love devin but i love devin too i think that she picked devin so they were so that they could create another rookie team. So I know, that, but like, stop doing what they want you to do. Yeah. Don't be a goat or that, whatever, I, a sheep, a sheep. Don't be a sheep, <laughs> a follower. <laughs> um, can I uh, throw something at you? So I noticed that they played this sync song and it was, um, I believe I want you back <laughs> their first hit. And last week on bachelor in paradise, they played, it's going to be me when Lance came out. And then I heard via many people in my Instagram DMS that love Island UK recently played bye, bye, bye. Yeah. And it's really hard to like clear music. And it's in general, like famous songs are like more expensive. And like, I can't really remember in sync songs being used in TV shows, especially reality TV of which I watch a ton. And I just have to think that someone needs money here. And I'm like, maybe it's not the band itself. It could be. But like, did the ownership of these songs recently change? And they like went out to market like, hey, use it on your television show. It's a weird coincidence. Yeah. I'm also wondering if there's something like coming up with the band or something and they just cleared a bunch of these songs. So the reality television shows are picking them up because like everybody knows these songs. 
I guess, but it's like, I, I'm a huge NSYNC and Backstreet fan. So I, I like really pay attention to when their music is used. And like, this has not happened before. And now it's like all of a sudden, it's really weird. I don't know. Someone needs money, I'm telling you. Um, also, I will say that these little snippets of the song, I really enjoy. Yeah, it's great music, great tunes. Like, <laughs> but I always preferred Backstreet Boys to NSYNC. Me so. too. Hardcore. Um, you're going to judge me for this, but uh, I went to the Backstreet Boys twice in Las Vegas. <laughs> and one time I got to go to like the VIP party afterwards. And um, I was you standing so next to Nick cool. Carter. I was so cool. It was at the Paris. Have you ever been there? No. <laughs> the wouldn't recommend it anyway i got to go to the vip party after and nick carter was standing next to me and i was so excited that i literally just fell down like there was like a like luckily a booth like right there so i fell onto the chair but um i was like so excited and overwhelmed that i fell over and in case you're wondering how old i was for this it was for my 33rd birthday so it was recent like it's so embarrassing Um, yeah, I was gonna, like, I quit. I'm out of here. <laughs> I was going to ask you how long ago you went to the Backstreet Boys. Cause when you first started and said, I went to the Backstreet, you're, you were like, you're, this is embarrassing. You're going to think I'm a loser. I went to the Backstreet Boys and in my head. I was like, I too went to see the Backstreet Boys, but then you said Vegas. So I was like, Hmm, that has to be somewhat soon. <laughs> I was talking about the Backstreet Boys being my first, con- my first concert ever in fifth grade. <laughs> <laughs> my first concert ever was uh, 98 Degrees. But the Backstreet Boys rule. They're great, except for Brian, but they're great otherwise. Love them and all. And they, they threw roses into the stands and the person behind me caught it. And oh. I was furious. Well, they're from Orlando. So they're like, you know, they're from Orlando. The band was formed in Orlando. Yeah. So. I was, I, 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 the, the concert I went to was in Orlando as well. Cool. Which one was the one that was on the video, like on the DVD that I had? I didn't have the DVD. I think I think I've realized through this conversation that you were a much bigger fan than I was. <laughs> I, in seventh grade, when Millennium came out, I took the day off from school by myself, and I went to. I woke up. I walked to the record store. I bought it. And then I walked to Times Square, and I just like literally by myself, no friends, no parents, no chaperone. Everyone else was in school. I stood in Times Square to like watch, like to like watch them on TRL. And then um, on the way home, I stopped at the record store again and asked if I could have like their extra posters they didn't use in the window display and they gave them to me. And it was like, I was 13 years old alone. (laughs) Did you used to get those magazines? They were called like Now Pop and there was like a million pop out um, posters in them and you flashed them all over your wall? Yeah, of course. Who did you have on your wall? Um, Well... I was really into Kobe Bryant. He was like very, very big for me. When he took Brandy to prom, it was like the biggest thing ever. And I was like, this is dope. <laughs> um, so I was really into Kobe. I was really, really into the Backstreet Boys. I was really into like all the WB stars. Uh, like Jonathan Taylor Thomas. He sh- loved JTT, but like also was really into Dawson's Creek. It was really, uh, I was really into like all of that. And then who else was I really into? Party of Five. Yeah, of course. Loved all of that as well. I always watched a ton of television. Um, I don't know. Who are you into? I It's so interesting because we're barely... Like our ages are... I'm not, four years older. Yeah. Yeah, it's not that big. Three and a half. Yeah, yeah, it's less than that. But like I liked Party of Five because my mom watched Party of Five. I wasn't really allowed to. Same with Dawson's Creek. 
Um, but I was really into Allen Iverson. Oh, nice. Really into Allen Iverson. Love JTT. Love Justin Timberlake. Loved B2K. Oh my God. Interesting. Love B2K. I was really into Usher. Like really yeah. into, I was like in middle school when You Make Me Wanna came out or maybe even younger. And I like always just loved Usher. Yeah. I love listening to old Usher albums, especially like this is not as old, but like Confessions oh, came out so good. when I was in middle school or high school. I can't remember. And then I love so listening good. to the lyrics and thinking about like, wow, I was really singing this hardcore at 12. I know. <laughs> and also like everyone thought at the time it was about Chili from TLC, but then it turned out Jermaine Dupri wrote it and it was about like his girlfriend or something. <laughs> I don't know. It, that's one of the best albums. Confessions Part 2 is like one of my absolute favorite songs. Just so good. But like even like Nice and Slow, I mean, I loved all of it. Caught Up. Usher has a lot, of, a, a lot of albums that you can play straight through no skips oh, so good yeah so so good check out the ringer podcast no skips actually i've seen that um <laughs> on my suggested before um speaking of vegas that is one exception i would make the exception of being in a room with people to go see usher in vegas oh yeah he's doing a residency right now right it looks insane like yeah, amazing it looks usher, really fun. if you and hear so this plug hits. send us tickets please i will come <laughs> Oh man, I would I would consider it, I guess, but like in the winter, I can't go to Vegas when it's hot. Um, Vegas adjacent, <laughs> it's too hot. Real Housewives of Salt Lake City is coming back soon. Also Vegas adjacent. Ahead, it's, it is Vegas adjacent. They went to Vegas. <laughs> and I feel like it's the same like region of the world. Yeah, so Utah's the not far. Yeah. I think they might touch Utah and Nevada. Aren't they both four corner states? Isn't it? Utah, Nevada, New Mexico, and Arizona. No, one of them is one of them is Colorado. Whatever. I don't know any geography. I'm from New but York. But Utah I'm sorry. is close to yeah, to Nevada. Um, it's yeah, close. Um, I'm pretty sure they share a border. I think that's correct. Um, the show's coming back, and I'm so excited. We're going to get more like litigation because of Jen Shaw. Yeah, I think that that's the ticket. Is the how like we need to get, someone has to be in some sort of legal trouble. <laughs> Seriously, that's what it's just become become now. It's like. Bring your legal troubles to Bravo and they'll they'll help you make content out of it. And so you'll make some money at the same time. I will say though, Potomac is holding its own just fine. No legal trouble. Although they kind of like do have legal trouble like throughout, like Michael Darby, obviously. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. That's like light, light touch legal trouble. No embezzlement. Light touch, <laughs> and li- literally, because he no touched people's butts. <laughs> FBI is not investigating anybody. So you told me you hate Wendy. Why do you hate Wendy? Oh, thank you so much for that. Um, <laughs> You're welcome. I last year just like really liked how she carried herself. This has nothing to do with her like wearing less clothes and all that. It's sure. more so why she's pretending like it's not a thing. Sure. You're, you clearly, something's happening. It's totally fine. But like, stop pretending like it's not, something's not happening. Giselle bringing it up, first of all, is so on brand for Giselle. Why are you even allowing her to make you mad about it? I know. She's stirring the pot always. Yeah. Which she's a great housewife because of that. But like, I just don't get why she's surprised that it's happening, that she's surprised that something like her husband cheating on her is being brought up, which no one thinks that he actually did. You don't think he actually did. So like, who cares that someone's saying it anyways? Why are you so upset about it? I just think she should acknowledge that she got famous and she wanted to make some changes. 
also, she got famous because she wanted to make changes before that. Like, she clearly... Came on the show because she didn't need the show. Yeah. Yeah, she was she was bored with her life, which is fine. Who's Who doesn't get bored? I mean, I understand, especially, you know, she's got a lot of kids. She probably Three felt kids, like she needs need something new. Yeah, yeah. there's nothing She's on TV anyways, so yeah. it's not like it's that far off. I just think that it, it would have been totally fine for her to be like, I wanted to change it up. I want to feel more sexy. I want to... Not because of my husband cheating on me, but which he's not, but just because I wanted to do that. There's yeah. no explanation, but just pretending like it's not happening. It's weird. It just bothers me. I'm like, you're wearing a thong and sweats. <laughs> That's very like 1999. <laughs> like I just, and or her boobs like are pushed up to like a, a crazy amount, which is fine. She doesn't like, it, it doesn't look horrible, but like just, a, just you can understand why some people, someone's like last year, you were very much so like we're on TV and we represent black girls and I'm a professor and I have 900 degrees and whatever. <laughs> it's a big deal. Yeah. Yeah. And, and uh, Mia, the new girl was like, ah, I don't know if, I don't know if you can do both, like have it both ways, which like is wrong. Right. I, like you I, should be, I don't agree with that. Yeah. 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 You should be able to do whatever you want, but, is the stigma that you, is there a stigma doing what you're doing and having like, I would say like general public would say like most of the time you don't see both, yeah. right? Yeah. Stereotypical teacher is also not dr- dropping it to the floor. Yeah. That doesn't mean you can't do it, but like, let's acknowledge it's happening. Sure. And also it's okay to be like, I got famous. I saw myself on TV. I want to change my look. We've seen it time and time again. I don't know if you can say that. I don't know. I just feel like, like on the show, you can't be mm-hmm. like, yeah, I got famous. I guess you're right. But she could be like, things in my life has changed or whatever. Because didn't she quit a lot of her jobs? Like, she's not teaching anymore. Is she not? I thought she wasn't, but maybe I'm didn't wrong. Didn't she do like a Zoom class recently? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're right. For some reason, I thought she had like quit some of this stuff. But I don't know. Anyway, she... um, I just she feel like she's got like a short fuse. I feel like she gets mad very easily. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's, I think she's sensitive. Maybe she shouldn't go on reality TV then. <laughs> Might not be the place best environment for you. <laughs> Which was also Giselle's point. She was like, if you can't take this, then you probably shouldn't be in our friend group. Like, yeah. I will give Giselle that, that Giselle has taken quite a beating and does not react that way. Yeah, totally. Ashley taken the worst of beatings. Poor Ashley. It's just like, she just makes me sad. Also, even Candace treating her the way that she treated her and Ashley was just like, all right, bye. Let me just get my milk. I'm out of here. And then it was like, thank you so much for having me. Like, Ashley did not entertain it at all. She's just like beaten. She's so beaten down. She's just like, whatever. I don't know. <laughs> I mean, Poor, I don't know what. Yeah, it doesn't seem Ashley. like anything is going to... I don't know. The previous... Uh, they did like the mid-season trailer, though. God, lots of trailers. Um, it's a reset. It's the fall reset. Super excited about that. The tr- mid-season trailer looks great. There's so much coming. There's just... There's just, it's an it's an endless fountain of reality television. Plus, Survivor's coming back soon. Great British <gasps> Bake Off. Survivor, I cannot wait. I know, I'm really excited. Um, for more of me and Callie, check us out on Bachelor Party. We'll be back next Friday. Thank you to Sasha Ashel for producing this episode. And thanks for listening. Talk to you soon. Adios. This episode is brought to you by State Farm. 
You might say all kinds of stuff when things go wrong, but these are the words you really need to remember. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. They've got options to fit your unique insurance needs, meaning you can talk to your agent to choose the coverage you need, have coverage options to protect the things you value most, file a claim right on the State Farm mobile app, and even reach a real person when you need to talk to someone. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there.